Hey guys, welcome to Future Creatures DTF. I am your host, Jordana, and this is my other amazing co-host, Sam. Hello. Hello. So tonight, in honor of us with our drinks, we are going to be talking more of the musical aspect tonight. I mean, we're still talking movies. We're doing some quick fire questions, but tonight we're doing uh, our top five songs when you have a buzz and you want to blast a song on the on the stereo. What are we picking? What are we listening to? Party, party rocking songs. Yes, the soundtrack of Feature Creatures DTF, if you will. Yes, and the drinks, uh, the DTF stands for drinks, tangents, and flicks, so we're, we're, we're hitting uh, the D on that right now. <laughs> We're hitting the D hard tonight. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yeah. So this was your idea. You wanted to do an episode about more music based, uh, which we've yes. touched on, but we haven't really just gone all in on it. Um, I think I think we like talked like soundtracks, but I want to talk like personal. Like if you and I were sitting at a bar and we had our touch tone credits, what are we playing? Got twenty dollars for with twenty. Hope you like Hoopa Stank because you're getting twenty dollars with a Hoopa Stank. I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just joking. Oh my god! But when you said that, that sparked. I was thinking about my songs, and that sparked a song that is not on my list that I wanted to put on. The reason? No. Well, because <laughs> <laughs> there's one Hoopa Stank song. So. Well, the reason it reminded me was not like Hoopa Stank particularly but just in the era of hoobastank oh i mean i love that era so i trust there might be some picks in there around there yeah uh yeah now this is the one that i i just have to i have to ask you a question starting off uh so we have we've been sharing a youtube page uh because we both have access to our youtube page here and one thing that i was i i didn't realize until like four days ago that i could switch between pages so like i listen to a lot of i watch a lot of music videos when i'm bored or when i'm party rocking or whatever you want to call it <laughs> have you been noticing because i just realized i was like oh my god she must realize i listen to like there's like 10 songs that i listen to on repeat because every time i log into our youtube page it's like yeah. you, you've just listened you've listened to this 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 and i'm like oh oh she's gonna think i'm a psycho like oh he must really like this song and i'm like i do i do like this song and the, i will tell you that a few of those are gonna show up tonight but yes well, to my, I haven't, I didn't see that. Maybe I just didn't look like close enough, but you know what? I'm the same way. If you look to my recently played, I play, they're like comfort songs. You know what I mean? Like when you're happy, when you're sad, when you're feeling a certain way, there's these specific songs that you always play. And I feel like I do the same thing. So. Oh, absolutely. I, I think there's just go-tos. Uh, everyone has them. It's just, and I'm curious to see like what, <laughs> I bought Dude. I bought Ripley, my dog, a new bed so that he would lay down and shut the hell up during records. Yeah. So of course he's decided and found a way to make more noise with it than he was without it. I could just see him being like, What's a way that I can make noise with this bed? You just need to have like a camera set up for Rip 
Ripley purposes. I could do that and just just point it right at him, uh, and, and uh, we could switch that around. Uh, that is absolutely doable. I think people uh, would enjoy that, actually. <laughs> well, then maybe for next week. Yes. Um, also, uh, you know, uh, I guess we'll say this beforehand. Um, how's how's life been going, Jordana? You know, we, we always jump right in. We always say we're going to talk, talk a little bit at the top, and when we always – forget and rush through because we're excited to be like let's talk fucking nostalgia i know we're like <laughs> right into it we're like yes because we have the best lead-ins like i think we're so good at that it's like naturally embedded in us but life has been pretty good um as so we are recording a little bit later because i am in the last hall of school i'm going back to school for medical coding and my time is almost done so thank you thank you um i am burnt out from it i'm i'm happy it's it's done but there was a glimmer of hope because in our email well in pretty killer podcast email we got asked to uh speak to the director of the new york science fiction film festival yeah that's awesome isn't that crazy like i am stoked like i'm so excited yeah we're like three episodes and one of which was like a live episode yeah. Uh, and yeah, so it's kind of, I think that's super awesome and, uh, it'll be fun to talk to him. Um, it'll be hard. It might be the first episode where like, I don't say the word come or like, <laughs> something... or, like referring to the D <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it might be like, I, I, like it's going to be like, it's going to be like being back in school again for me a little bit where I'm going to have to be like, I have to behave and yeah. this is usually like my time to not behave <laughs> so, I, I think it'll oh, be behave. good uh, <laughs> oh behave it'll be anytime fun i to... slip up during that i'm gonna have that as like a button to just <laughs> like... but at least we have each other because i think you and i both have the same like sense of vocabulary and <laughs> humor humor and all that when we record so you and i are gonna be like saying something and then he's going to say something we're going to be like staring It'll, at each other like it's going to be like a, like a, that's what she said like like holding it in but yeah <laughs> yeah but it's pretty cool like so i'm stoked about that but uh uh we'll, we'll see what else maybe next time we can get like a a, a director or we can get someone else to be on the show there might be something about that i have a, a lead in so we'll talk to you i'll talk to you about that after i meant to bring it up before the show um but what about you how is life going for you fantastic nothing's changing i'm off i'm off work tomorrow this is my friday i have yes. a few cervezas here with me ready yep. to, and and i think this will be a great lead in for my night because after this i will probably go out into my my uh i hate the phrase but we'll just i don't know what else to call it my little man cave area and i yep. probably will con will proceed to imbibe and listen to music so uh this will be a a good lead-in for me it's perfect so my question to you is so when you're having these nights you don't have to work the next day what what are your drink what's your drink of choice like what what are your go-to's when you drink Ooh. So I'm glad you ask. I am a really, really a, a prissy fancy bitch. Um, I, I believe it. I uh, 
my 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 usual go to is uh this one called uh the the Ro rolling rock. Uh, <laughs> is that in a green bottle? it is. It comes in a fancy green bottle. Most don't you know don't even you know know that that's fancy. Uh, tonight I am uh doing what they call a uh, riding the silver bullet uh with the uh Coors Coors Light. Coors Delight. <laughs> I am not fancy at all. I, I don't fucking, I, I very rarely ever drink any sort of mixed drink or uh, shots even anymore. I'm fucking too old for that. Uh, yes. What about you? Uh, you are, uh, I, I see, have a nice cocktail in front of you that, that might have actually took a, a little bit more thought than mine, which was just like, where's my beer? Oh, oh no, wait it, a minute. <laughs> oh, no, it is a beer and it is a beer and a stolen cup from a brewery that my husband played at and I shouldn't say that but ooh, <laughs> uh, ooh. I wanted this and I was I kept saying it I'm like I want this cup and our friends surprised us and at the end of the night when we were back in the hotel room they're like look what we got I was like I love you guys <laughs> I love the class that has just been exuded here I I'm Thanks, drinking man. fucking $11 beers and you're drinking out of a stolen glass <laughs> <laughs> we are, we need our pinkies up for that. Oh, and when I say $11 beers, I mean for the whole case. I don't, <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> Not a four pack, which I will say though, my husband got me into IPAs because I never, I think the closest that I steered off of my uh, Miller Lite, um, Bush Light, fucking Bud Light kick was Blue Moon. And I actually kind of, in, I like Blue Moon. Blue Moon is is my go to. I just never I never buy because I, I mean, ever since the pandemic, I became like a total shut in. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, so I I really only ever get it when I'm out at a place. Um, yes. It's never because I'm like I'm not gonna buy a fucking orange like I like. <laughs> It's, so, it's a lot if you, it's like a night of drinking. So like when you go out and you start your night and you might like have one and then go back in because like i do that with molson when i go out i'll have like a margarita or some sort of drink and then i go right back to i try to get more bang for my buck when i'm out so i'll get like a molson because it's like three bucks instead of 250 yeah and i'll get like a, a, a better buzz because like when i go out i want to have a good time oh i mean yeah like i'm not one of these people who likes to pretend that he's classier than he is like where it's like i just like to go out and sometimes i just like to you know i only need one or two to have a good time and i'm like that's eh, fine and that's fine if you do right but part of the going out experience for me is that i'm gonna get kind of fucked up <laughs> like, <laughs> like i, yeah. I just, i'm sorry i like i the, the 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 quote from your favorite halloween director's other film i like to get fucked up and do fucked up shit sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> Um, but that's yeah. me too. Like I, if you're going out, unless it's like for, I don't know, something like a work event or 12 year old's like, birthday, 12 year old's birthday <laughs> or like my husband playing, which he always tells me now, Jordana, can you just kind of like try to not be, and I'm like, yeah, sure. And then I'll get up to the bar and I'll hear the music <laughs> and I'll shimmy, shimmy, do a little pound, 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 do a shot. And then I'm on the dance floor doing, uh, what's the girl from Seinfeld? What's her name? Elaine. Doing Elaine kicks and and I'm cool. So <laughs> uh, that's me. 
yeah, we still need to make this luau happen because I need to mm-hmm. see that. <laughs> I don't know if you want to. <laughs> I I mean, you know what? It, it's great when Elaine does it, so why not? Why not exactly. when my friend does it? Exactly. But I, uh, I, I, and this makes me sad because, yes, we're having drinks together, but I, I wish that there could be a time that we could, like, collectively meet and have drinks. Oh, it would be fantastic. Who knows? Maybe the show gets big enough one day it could facilitate that. That would be awesome. Who knows? We'll drink to that. We'll drink to that. Uh, and if you're not drinking with us, you could, and DTF does not mean you have to be drinking alcohol. DTF, you could be nope. drinking water, uh, ecto cooler. You could be having a high C. You could tea. have whatever you want. A tea. But what I think you should have is from a nice W Energy drink from WEnergy.com using the using the promotional code feature creatures, all one word. That's what I think you should be drinking while you're doing this. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, get your energy for the night, man. Yes. Go to WEnergy.com, use code feature creatures, all one word, no spaces, and uh, you'll get a 10% discount on all of their energy products and uh, cupware from us. Helps support the show and um, maybe helps us get more sponsors in the future. Please. Let's get sponsored by like a beer company. I, I, my, I, my dream. And because I like and share all their shit, I want to get mm-hmm. sponsored by, the, and I can't even say their name, so it's a bad bad start, but I want to get sponsored by Naragonset. Okay, so the last time the, that di- I went to a dive bar where my husband played, and I was drinking, what was I drinking that? PBR. Because that's, I mean, I do love a PBR. I yeah. love PBR. But I saw the neck, the Quint drink, the Quint beer. And I went up to the guy and I'm like, how, w- they have this here? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, well, how much is it? And it was like 25 cents more than my PBR. I was like, fuck yeah, changing, drinking that. I just think that would be p- the perfect sponsor for us in the sense that Jaws is kind of what started our friendship. And we both like beer. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> It's but good beer. It's good beer. It's good. We just, I, well, here's the thing. I don't know if we had it in the area, but it was brought to my attention around the time we did our first episode. They were like, Hey, you know, that the, 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 the Jaws beer is, is in, in the area. And I was like, no fucking shit. All right. And Damn. it's pretty good. Well, let's, let's manifest that. Let's make it happen. Cause I would not mind drinking those every single time that we record. Yes. Uh, I am with that. Um, mm-hmm. Now that being said, the theme of tonight for the the primary segment, we're gonna do a little bit of a movie, a little bit of movie talk later on. Yeah. Um, is party music? Yes. And I, think, I have a question for you because I think I've already understood that we are the same when we were talking about party music or music where you're vibing and drinking or or just chilling or however you're you're in your happy space. Yep. Does it have to be positive music? question for you no it yeah okay so positive yes i feel like it it should be but there's times that i because i have one on my list that's it's not such a positive song but it's so goddamn good and it just hits you in a way where it it just like sets something on fire in your soul and you just want to like fucking rage and you want to sing it at the top of your lungs. And I, I don't think it has to always be positive. Like try to stay, po- I mean, there's been times that I get wasted and I played the saddest song and I fucking cry. 
just because I love it. And it's sometimes it's cathartic. Yeah. For our anniversary, instead of Greg and, and ours um, and mine's anniversary, instead of buying anything, we made each other playlists. And then we sat and had drinks and we played it. So, of course, this was like six in and he played. I remember what the fuck he played some Lana Del Rey song and I was on the edge of the couch and he's like, I didn't mean for it to make you sad. I'm like, I know, but I love it. So. I love it and I love you. <laughs> yeah. And then I followed up with That's My Bitch by Kanye West and Jay-Z. So. <laughs> I was gonna say like like I would have to stick like a Rick Roll in there at some point like there'd be no way I wouldn't. He put the Jaws theme in there, which I love. Oh, it just makes me think of like remember that episode in Parks and Rec where uh, Leslie's trying to not be horny or attracted to Ben, so she just plays like the like the worst fucking songs on the planet for like the entire car ride. <laughs> I love that episode so much. Yeah, good shit, good shit. That's 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 it's like the opposite of that, but because my brain's weird, that's where I go to. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I get that connection. Uh, okay, so because I bring that up because I like I didn't do this intentionally, and I had a very easy way to make this list because I literally just went to my YouTube and I'm like, I can, you can look at every video you've listened to, and I was just like, well, these apparently are the songs I like to listen to when I'm fucked up. So like, uh, it was pretty much there, and I'll be honest with you. A lot of them aren't happy, but they make me happy. I don't really know if that makes sense. Like, like I grew okay. Just before we get into the list, I grew yes. up in my high school and post high school was like the height of like emo, screamo. So like, while that is like you know some people like I, I have kids like friends at work who are younger than me I call them kids they're adults but like yes. <laughs> to me they're kids because they're younger than me like they to this day when I get when it's my turn on the radio they're like man how do you listen to this all the time it's like it's just like people who are sad and I'm like I don't know it doesn't make me sad it makes me happy I don't know <laughs> like, it's like the complete opposite reaction yeah I just I don't know maybe because it makes me think of a time when life was better I don't know <laughs> I find myself doing that. I find myself going back to uh, days in high school, uh, 20s, even like when when uh, Greg and I first met and I got introduced to some of his music that I didn't know and I like immediately fell in love with. I go back to those times and I think the n nostalgic part shows a lot on here because it, it, it just has so much depth. Like my number one, I'll probably go on for 10 minutes about it because it just means so much to me. Okay. I, I have know. one question and if you don't want to answer it, feel free, but I am curious yeah. now because you always, because obviously you've brought up uh, your husband and like how he's mm -hmm. in a band and whatnot. And I've heard the band now because he did the, it did the, well, they, I think they did the intro for your other podcast. Right. And then yeah, I, I stole out it from him. Like, <laughs> yep, stole that too. Stole the cup, I stole the song, stole it all. <laughs> I'm a thief and I peed on it. I'm like, this is my song. So, <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and then I've listened to their other stuff on there. So I'm just curious real quick to like, um, what kind of music is Greg into? Cause like, obviously that's a, that's a very, like, I don't even want to say like, it's, it's like, just, it's very different. Cause it's like, it's like, it's like surfy, trippy, uh, proggy primacy kind of like, yeah. So like, it, it's, just, I'm just kind of curious what your household's music taste is, is, is like before you I learn yours. <laughs> 
if you looked at what we listened to, like our, our vinyl collection, like playlist, it's, com it's complete opposites, but he's a very much a music snob. He's very snobby when it comes to his music, which I get that's, that's his thing, but he is a huge into, okay. So he loves the Beatles. If you want to talk, you know, that type. Um, but, uh, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, he's going to kill me. <laughs> oh no. I'll, I'll edit oh, this okay. out. <laughs> I was like drawing a huge blank. The, a Jesus lizard, Mars Volta, um, meat puppets. Um, oh my God. The Melvins heavier stuff. Um, he's into like math rock. Um, it, it's just a very like obscure musical taste. But then on the other hand, he loves like Ween, Primus, like the proggy stuff. Um, he hates the music that I listen to. Like our first real <laughs> argument was music. Like we had a road trip, a two hour road trip and he played me shellac. And if anyone listening knows what shellac is, it's very much math rock, which is a band I appreciate now. And I love but when I first heard it, I was like, he was talking about Lady Gaga. Because at the time we got together, like 2010, Lady Gaga was doing Bad Romance. Just like the height of Lady Gaga. like The height of Lady Gaga. And, you know, I'm not going to, I loved Lady Gaga because I thought that she was unique and different at the time. And he started, well, what the fuck? And then I'm like, what's this? It's a fucking drum beat with like an obscure guitar. He's like, it's math rock. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. We literally fought. The whole way back and I lived in a studio apartment and he stayed with me we had to sit on separate sides of the bed like we had no place to go but we were pissed at each other for music <laughs> it was it was ridiculous but I, I'm very thankful now um because I love the music that he has shown me but He's also you got used to it and he opened up the world of like that style of music yeah. And then of course we like, we met on common ground with like the doors, um, like seventies rock eighties, you know what I mean? So we do have like a common ground and I, he went to a Jay-Z and Kanye West concert with me and he actually enjoyed one of their albums. Like he openly, cause he, he's not like a huge rap person, but he ap appreciates it because of me. Yeah, I mean, that's the way you have to be. Uh, yeah. you, you need to, yeah, for other people. I will say I had a just a like a flashback while you were telling that of a thing I had completely forgotten when I had a relationship end over music. <laughs> <laughs> there was it this, happens, man. <laughs> I forgot. I'll just tell a story because whatever. Uh, there, I was, uh, this is uh, way before my, uh, who, uh, my fiance that I'm with now, but, yeah. um, I was with dating this girl and she was, we, we like, it's like so stupid. Like when you're in your twenties, but like, I was like, we were like, we liked the same shit, you know, we had the same style. We like all the same music, except she was her favorite band was, and I'll offend somebody now, but whatever. I'll just say what the band is. It's band called, I call, I'll say band in quotation marks. Cause I still think they're terrible. Uh, it's oh. a band, it's a band called hotel books. I don't it's, know who they are it's not even like really a band. It's like a guy who does poetry, like, but what I would consider like middle school level poetry, like mm -hmm. while like two guys like fucking 
play on a keyboard and like like it's it's just like and i was like i would it would we would always bring it up like she would bring up like how they were so good and i was like they're not no like it's terrible and like eventually <laughs> like we, we we got it's it like like you said started the argument but where you guys obviously mended that fence eventually yeah. I, I i think we were just like you know what we can't do this anymore I I hate that. I mean, I'm happy because I'm happy that you and your fiance are together now and you're here. But it's it's horrible when it comes to music because I am so stubborn and I will explain to him what I like about something and he'll just I see him register and he knows like what I'm talking about because he feels a certain way about things. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that common ground of this is important to him, but this is important to me. But he'll still just sit there and not, he'll be quiet for five minutes. And then he'll be like, well, I just think. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, yeah, here's the thing, though. That still happens. Like, even in, like, I'll show, oh. I can't remember. I showed Deanna Terrifier 2. And I was like, this movie's really important to me. Like, I really like this one. And she was just like, I can see she's like, I'll watch this. Just And, and she watched only the, like. I was like, you got to watch the bedroom scene. You got to watch the bedroom scene. And yeah. then she watched it and was like, and I could see that she was like registering. She was like, I could see that like you like this a lot, but she's like, in her head, she was just like, this is the dumbest, worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I was just like, but like, you know, and she, you know, I'm like, yeah, but you watched it for me at least. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit, it's, it's, I like that because there are some people that are not willing to do that, that will not you know, appreciate or do something with you that you like that they don't really care for. Like, I think that really shows how much you care about someone is if you don't really like understand it, appreciate it, enjoy it, but you do it for them. Like my ex-boyfriend, he wouldn't go to scary movies with me. And I was, and that was like, not to be stupid, but I mean, he cheated. So, I mean, that was, so. you know huge but for me i'm like you won't go see the new halloween with me and and then he's like no like i'm, I'm i went by myself i went and saw it by myself i went and saw the friday the 13th remake by myself i went and saw texas chainsaw with my mom because he wouldn't go but i wasn't gonna stop going and doing what i like because of him no I mean, you shouldn't exactly and it also seems like you know uh good riddance to bad dates yeah. and literally yeah. uh well do you think it's time we break into our party rocking uh drunken favorites hell yeah so okay so before we we started um because sam and i when we we have the best ideas we really do him and i are like super creative together but i always feel like i write something and then he's like well i did this number and I wrote, so let's, why don't we just do 10? Do you want to do 10? Because I have, or do we want to do honorable mentions and then kind of like see where we're at? Um, I, I think we could do 10 because there's probably less to talk. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I say okay. go 10. I did pull five clips for my top five. So I probably, I Perfect. won't do any clips. And how about this? No clips of our songs until we get to the top five. five. Yes. yes. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm just looking now because your Hoobastank reminded me of one that I missed another important one that I missed. And then I have like three subgenres, like generalizations. So maybe I'll just do like, yes. So okay. let's do that. Well, all right. Well then let me flip the old page over. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I guess what is your number 
10 favorite uh, party song or however you want to do it. Okay. So my, I'll just do, I'll go from like my add-ons. So this one, and I don't have the, the exact dates because everything else I wrote down, but excuse me for this one. It's a, it's a throwback to a specific time when I didn't drink, but I love this song and I appreciate it now. It's uh lit my own worst enemy. Okay. I don't think I'm familiar with it. I'm, um, can I, I, can I pull up a clip and show you? Yeah. Yeah. Pull up. Actually, I, well, here, let's pull one. I can just pull it up if you want for, okay, yeah. Cause then the audience can be in it, but talk a little bit why, uh, why you like it so much. So it's, it's for, for the people who know it, you're going to, you're going to be like, oh my God, she has horrible taste already. But this is one of those like guilty pleasure songs that is catchy. I don't care if you say you don't like it. You, there's some sort of appeal to it. Um, and I think they, they, it was like a two hit wonder. Um, <laughs> I know this. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. And when you hear like those first chords, and then you just the the and did that, again. Did that come through, I, by the way, in your headset. I didn't hear it. No, but oh, you didn't hear the audio. No, but I was just doing that. Shit. Well, that might make the clips hard then. <laughs> okay, so I'll just do a I'll do a little on mine. Um, I'll just start at the beginning so you guys get the feel of it. But I think it's classic, and I think it's uh. Can you hear it? Yeah. And just and when it's loud and the, like the classic, you know, chorus. Okay. It's just oh, such a it's, good. It's fun. Yes, it's fun, and it just it reminded me of a time when like I was coming into my own, and like I said, I wasn't drinking or partying, but now, like, uh, we have friends come over and we'll pass the phone around, and we'll play each play different songs to kind of keep the the happiness within the group. And I always end up playing that and it turns into, Oh, and they'll play like another song. So. Gotcha. Well, it's such a fun song and it's, here's the thing. I also want to say, you're going to learn this anytime we do a music episode. I am pretty fucking good when it comes to movies and naming an actor or naming like, uh, you know, like, like the year it came out or some crazy director or, you know, something I'm great at that. When it comes to songs, I am fucking terrible i'm like i don't know what band that is i don't know what song that is like like that song is on my playlist that i play at work all the time that the fucking younger people call me crusty for like <laughs> i um, take offense to that god damn it because that is a goddamn I, good song <laughs> it is a good song it's just they all want to listen to fucking drake and j cole so like like which is god. fine not shitty on those guys but that's just what they want to listen to at work uh yeah. Formerly Kanye, I have excommunicated him from the list. Uh, so it's so sad uh, because I had so many Kanye songs, and I'm like, but I'm talking like Kanye when he was Kanye, not E, and not anything affiliated with like newer Kanye, but like Gold Digger, Stronger, not huh? Not Cupid Ye? No, not I just like I like when his j jaw was wired and he did Through the Wire and the the college dropout like those first couple albums that he did were fucking historic for rap and i don't mean to go on a kanye tangent but i was going to put kanye on there but it, i i just it's it's too much i can't yeah. uh, it's I, sad i i uh, i am uh, done with mr mr yay <laughs> yes yes i feel yeah 
But well, anyway, lit. Uh, I did not realize. Yes, that is a fantastic song that I do listen to at least once a week. So uh, uh, fantastic pick. Very fun. Very pop punky, which I like as well. So, yeah, it's catchy. It'll just stick in your goddamn head. And I love the end when he's doing the I never meant to call you that. And I think I can sing and I'm like, woo, and doing the hype. <laughs> yeah, I can't sing for shit. So <laughs> no. But which, what is yours? Which will come out now when I I, uh, um, I just realized that it, you're probably going to have to play clips from your phone because I don't – I tried to play that and it didn't play. So, um, okay, I got you. Uh, well, 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 I mean uh, just for the other ones, for your picks, yes. I mean. Yes. Um, so for number 10, uh, I picked uh, what I call a seminal feel-good song. Uh, anytime it comes on, I think it's uh, just – it's great. I used to say that this would be my – I'm a wrestling fan. You know this. Uh, mm-hmm. I always said this would be my my like outcoming my like my coming out song to the to the ring just because people yeah. would go fucking crazy for it. Uh, it's Montel <laughs> Jordan's "This Is How We Do It." Yes, <laughs> da, 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 da. yes, I love uh, it. It's such a fun fucking song. It's so mm-hmm. fun. Uh, everybody knows it, even if you like don't know it, like you know it. You you know at least that opening fucking uh, mm-hmm. uh, riff. Yes, and just a fucking great song. I, I I really have a lot of fun with it, and I think it's a it's a classic party song that uh, I will also say because I put this list together at work today, and I it just made me feel very old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel that <laughs> for people who were like five to six years younger than me, and them to be like every song that I was picking, they were like all they, all in on my list too. They're like, "You're picking that for real?" Oh, I was like. Fuck off, Fuck man. Off. Go, go start your own fucking podcast then. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> it's so different, though, because I don't I'm not saying this to be mean, but like newer music just doesn't really appeal to me. Like main pop rap. I just I can't I can't get down with any of it. There's nothing that really like catches my my ear hole. So I always go back. I revert back to like what I know. I am with you. I think so. I still will. There will be new stuff that slips in. But for me, I mean, I, I think honestly, in the last 10 years, there's been like. Off the top of my head, I can only think of three that eh, okay, probably like five people, five acts or bands or whatever that made it into my regular listening habits. Like yep. and that's like, you know, as opposed to but I think that's just how it is. You grow up whatever you're growing up with. That's the shit you're going to listen to for the rest of your life until you die. And there yeah. might be a few things you add along the way. But for the most part, I'm probably going to be listening to fucking like and they're not on my list. So I'm just but like the taking back Sunday and the used until I'm fucking 80. So Fuck yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm the same way <laughs> because they're it's timeless to me. Like it's I feel like it's just a different time when things are made and there's just you can feel it when you listen to it. And I, when you're like 15 to say, I would say like 25, I think that 10 year period right there, that's really important to you. It's like, that's when like, I, you know, I almost would, that's when I was, I wasn't in, I was never in a hippie stage, but I think that's like when you're in like, a, you have a hippie mentality about music where like music is so important, man. And like this song and this, this album, it just means so much to me. And now I'm like, I like it. You know, yeah. I just, like I just it's, right. good. it's good. I like music, but like I'm not one of like and I understand that like to some people like that never goes away. But for me, I'm like, I don't know, like it just like this 
it meant a lot to me when I was 17, but it don't, it don't, I don't feel that that music doesn't still make me feel like that. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's to each their own because it could be something completely different that makes you feel something, you know, movies for me to be honest, which is why yeah. I think, you know, it's, it's movies are probably my biggest like thing. Like I, it, everyone has a thing and I think movies are mine. Mine like fluctuates because mine is definitely movies that's like my comfort, but there are times that just some song or an album will, will make, will make or break a day for me. It'll get me either through and concentrate. It'll make me feel better mood wise. Or if I'm, you know what I mean? Like I just, it goes back and forth. I get, I mean, I think the closest I have to it is, you know, like when you wake up for a day and you got to go to work and you're just like, I mean, nobody ever wants to go to work ever. Like I, every day I'm like, God, just don't, but like, (laughs) At like at least once a week I get up and I'm just like, you know, I'm just like, fuck this job, fuck this thing. I don't want to do it. And like, it just, you know, I throw in something that's just like a, like a fucking, like a heavy hardcore band and I just crank it up. And and like, that is cathartic to me, you know, almost puts me in a worse mood going in, but somehow it makes me feel like better, (laughs) almost as if I'm like, all right, you're going to go in there and you're just going to knock a motherfucker out. (laughs) It hypes you up. It's like, I'm fucking going to do this. And you just get that, like, you get it back. Depending on how long though, because sometimes it just kind of like fizzes out and I just sit there and I'm like, I want to watch Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. uh we went on a nice tangent there from montel jordan to punching people in the face uh <laughs> what is your number nine pick okay so my number nine i want it to be higher but the, well actually i'm just gonna classify it as maybe a a a, a, a group but take on me by real big fish wow, because okay. It has the ska element, has the 80s song. I fucking love Real Big Fish. I'm I'm a pretty, I love ska music. Um, so they're very important to me, but particularly this song, um, when I hear the beginning of it, just fucking amps me up. I love their rendition of it. Um, so that's, that's it. I love a good horn. I love horns in a song. I never... I never got into ska. It was always like adjacent. Cause like, I also like would hang out like in like the more, and I wasn't really a punk kid, but I would hang out mm-hmm. and go to some of like the, like hardcore punk show. You know, it's just all bullshit that doesn't matter anymore, but like, you know, it, it mattered then. Uh, yeah. But like, it was like, <laughs> I would like go to some of those like local hardcore shows and like their hardcore, like punk shows and like street punk shows. And like, yeah. there would always be like every now and then a ska band would show up. So like they were adjacent to what I listened to, but I did, I will say I did own a real big fish album. That is the one ska thing I think I ever listened to. And it's not on my list, but as an honorable mention to your honorable mention, uh, I don't know the name of the song, but it's a great party song. I believe it's a uh, "Think I'll Have Myself, myself a, beer. a Beer." Yes, and that, I was gonna put that on too. That's just a fucking fun song. Um, so yeah, just a, just they they do it. I will say, from what I know of them, my very limited um, knowledge. I mean, yeah. it seems like perfect party music. It's like honestly, like, and okay. So talking about music, and I don't know about you, and I was gonna ask you, but. I love live music. Like I, I love going to shows. So before we had our daughter, Greg and I would like travel out of state to go see, like we went to Virginia to see Lana Del Rey because I 
love her so much. And he was like, fuck it. Like, let's just go, we'll go to the beach. And at that point we, we were capable of doing that. You know what I mean? Mm. There's something about live music. So, like when it's, you love us, it's very, you know? it's very special, very it, it, cathartic. And again, I will say, depending on the time frame you went, I feel like most people, like you were just saying, like there's a point in your life where you now, maybe because your husband's, you probably get to go to a lot of shows because your husband's in the industry still. Yeah. I really tapered off on like when I got to go to concerts just because life happened. But I mean, from like, again, like, I don't know, 14 to 27, I was going to shows as much as I possibly could. Yeah. Like, uh, so the point of that being, though, is the, the, the song that you're talking about off of their album, Turn the Radio Off, they announced a tour for it like i think it was 2016 or 17 and they were doing the whole album from start to finish and that album is very important to me mm. and i went with a group of my girlfriends one was my best friend who would listen to it on repeat with me when we'd go on spring break and just our whole teenage years and then like my newer friends that was one of the most amazing shows i've ever been to i was pressed against the gate but i sang every fucking song from start to finish and I was extremely wasted and I got to meet them afterwards. And I think I said it before, I like smoked a joint with them. I was talking to like them and their, their wives or girlfriends. And I was so like fucked up prior because I was drinking like double IPAs, smoked with them. And we were talking about like Halloween Horror Nights and horror movies. Mm -hmm. And then it just clicked to me like I'm sitting with real big fish. And I literally was like, I got to go. Bye. And they're like, see ya. And I fucking like walked out and I was like, what just happened? All right. That makes me want to, we need to get a buzzer da -da -da, tangent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to go on that tangent, but. Oh, no, no. I got a tangent on it. Da -da 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 -da. That just looks like I'm jacking off ghosts. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, all right. Best concert you've ever been to, worst concert you've ever been to, go. Oh, my God. That is so hard. Okay. Best concert. Oh, my God, Sam. No. Um. Oh, my God. Why are you doing this to me? Worst concert I've been to, um, Little Wayne. Okay. Because um, I really liked Six Foot, Seven Foot when that came out. And I went and saw him in Darien Lake. And he was the worst performer I've ever seen. Um, just incoherent. And well, actually, I saw Cardi B too not too long ago. And she was really, she was like an hour late. And she only played for 30 minutes, which was complete bullshit. That she yes, was a late and made us wait. And then came on and gave a shitty ass performance and left. So yeah, that, that's ridiculous. You should get your money back for that. I, I was pissed about that. Okay. And then for my number one, it's a two way tie between uh, the killers um, because the killers are very important to me. And I saw it with my daughter um, and the set list was amazing. They sounded so goddamn good live. So that was amazing. And then um, a new band called wallows and they put oh. on, an amazing show and it's not for the fact of all that stuff that happened but they are so good and they're young and i think they're gonna do amazing in their career but just effortless throughout the whole thing so those are yeah. those are mine that's awesome what about you um so best is 
It's a toss-up. Now, granted, I know we're talking about canceled artists, but Marilyn Manson put on one of the best shows I've ever seen mm -hmm. um, when he did his tour for uh, Heart Shaped Glasses. Um, that would have been a good show. It was really good. It was like the first like magic show. I mean, the first, it's the only fucking magic slash concert, like rock show I've ever seen. Like he ripped off, like a girl came out with like, like, uh, what's that drinky absinthe? And he was doing like shots of absinthe. And then like he rips her fucking head off like on stage. It was really cool. Um, <laughs> That's he awesome. does like, yeah, he does like magic tricks on stage while he's actually playing. He made it snow in the building, which was like fucking awesome. Um, wow. so as an experience, that was really good. And then I'll just say my favorite band is lesser known, but this is a band called say anything. Mm -hmm. They're like pop punky, whatever. I've seen them like so many times, but, uh, uh, there was like one particular time that like was like transcendent for me. I don't even know. I was stone sober. Uh, mm -hmm. I like crowd surf to the front. Um, I got to like fucking like, uh, like, like high five the lead singer. It was just really cool. That's amazing. Worst. Naughty. It's, it's like unbelievable how bad it was uh i saw bob dylan live oh was horrendous um i don't That's even I'm, I'm not even the big bob dylan fan but i don't know if i brought this up i think i have when i was growing up my best friend's dad was like pretty high up in like an insurance company so they would mm -hmm. and we live in near we're very chicago we're, we're from chicago just we'll say yes. that. <laughs> and they would just like the, the venues would just give concert tickets to him to like take clients out. But a lot of times he didn't have any clients to take out. So he would just be like, Hey, you guys want to go to this? And so I saw the Rolling Stones and the who and fucking oh all these like God. legendary bands for free. And you son of a bitch. <laughs> and my, now this is the only one that his parents came with because so he, it was me, my best friend, his mom and his dad and his mom is such a big Bob Dylan fan that she named her firstborn son Dylan. And we were going and I'm like, this sounds terrible. And I like, mm -hmm. at one point we looked over and we're like, Hey Sue, what song is he playing right now? And she goes, I have no fucking idea. I have oh no idea. God. And then it got so, it was so bad that uh, my, my buddy's friend, uh, my buddy's, my buddy's, dad mike by the end of the show he's fucking hammered so like people are trying to pretend that it's good but he's just <laughs> like he's just going <laughs> he's booing fucking bob dylan at the top <laughs> of his lung and fucking sue is sitting there going shut up mike just shut up <laughs> shut up and you're and sitting I, there like do it do it <laughs> yeah me, me and my buddy are like no fucking a right tell this old man that he sucks like this is terrible <laughs> I can't believe he booed Bob, booed Bob Dylan. <laughs> hey, if I could go back, I would have booed him. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad that you said that because there's people that cannot perform live or whatever the 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 case might have been. But like the price for concert tickets are not cheap by any means. Not today, especially. And you should give some sort of quality when people are paying to see you. Like that's bullshit. Yeah. And I will agree. I'm not saying Bob Dylan is a bad musician. I'm sure he was great, but he was just really old at that time. Yeah. And and he's still older now, so but he still tours now. So I can't imagine what that sounds like. So, uh, but speaking speaking of old though, like I went and saw Rod Stewart with my mom, uh, 2017 with Cindy Lauper, and I was expecting like tonight's the night. You know, piano music. Have I told you lately? That motherfucker came out 
doing hot legs, I think, kicking soccer balls, fucking jumping all around stage. And he's what, in his 70s or 80s now? Yeah. I'm just, there's certain guys I feel like they get it. Like Mick Jagger gets it. Like if you're yeah. paying to see the Rolling Stones, you're not paying to see Mick in a fucking wheelchair. You want to see him out there doing his fucking gyrating and his fucking humping and big lips. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I and I, I have heard Rod is still is it puts on a good show. Oh my god, he was amazing. I was blown. And these people, they're like bringing their little lawn chairs and their seats. I thought it was going to be quaint. They were up. They were they were getting down, and they were like an older crowd, but they were so much fun. Like it was one of the best concerts I went to. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes, I like I like it when you hear like a like an older band that still just just brings it, you know. And, and I like I mean, yeah. granted. Maybe not as hard as they used to, but like they're giving it what they got. They're not phoning it in. <laughs> no. And I was, yes, for what was paid, we got our money's worth. So I was excited for that. So there you go. Yes. So now it's you. All right. Number nine for me um, is I just, uh, I, I argued which song to pick, but I never wanted to put more than one artist, uh, an artist on here multiple times. Yep. Um, I'm a big fan of a certain era of rap. Um, and I love Nelly. Uh, and I went with one that's not as one of his more popular hits, but I just really, really like it. Uh, and it's, um, cause he could have picked like hot in here. You know, there's a lot you could have picked, but I went with, um, the song number one. I don't know if you know that one. Uh, what does it take to number be one. number one? Yeah. She is not a winner when three, nobody <laughs> remembers. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Fucking, uh, I really, really love that song. That I think that song is when I really was like, oh, Nelly's cool. And I was probably pretty young when that came out. But I was like, man, Nelly's fucking cool, you know? And like, uh, <laughs> and I went out. And I think I remember that was around the time, like, I even just makes me think back. I think I had friends that, like, put the fucking Band-Aid on their cheek. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and they were like, <laughs> you know, like, just like kids imitating what you fucking see. But I don't yeah. know. I love that song. I think that song is for, I think the video, if I'm correct, was a... I think it was for the movie Training Day. I think it honest. I think it had something to do with Training Day. If, if I recall, I think, so too. I think like Denzel and Ethan Hawke were in the video, and um, I don't know. It's just it's just got a fun vibe to it. It's actually a positive, kind of a positive song about being the you know you, I, I want to be number one. You know, I, I can't be number two. <laughs> like you know, like as the fucking song says, I just really like it, and I I actually uh, I I put Nelly in my like of my favorite rappers, which I'm not huge on at past a certain point, Nelly's probably in my top 10. <laughs> He's amazing. He just played at uh, a, a state fair for free and I yeah. missed it last year. <laughs> oh, oh, I, so I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, I would have. And it, I think that was, it, it was chaos. Like the, the numbers were crazy, but they had some pretty good rap artists go. And I was super upset that I missed him for free. Cause I would have loved to have seen Nelly. I think he would. I looked, love I him. He, I bet you he'd put on a good show. Mm -hmm. uh, your number nine. So my number nine is um, it's it's more like a it's more like a a, a category because I, there's so many songs from this uh, era of music that I couldn't narrow it down. But like the '80s, it's always a guaranteed like uh, Tarzan Boy, Men at Work, Land Down Under. Tarzan um, Boy. That's such a weird one to pull out, but I'm glad you did. Oh, I didn't know that song existed until like a year ago. 
It's but when it when you are drunk and you hear the beginning when it's like the and then it's like and it gets it gets down. I it's so I just I didn't even know that was a popular song. Right. Like, I so can I there's a there's a wrestler in this smaller company called AEW um mm-hmm. and his name is Jungle Boy. So as his uh. birthday for for his birthday present like a year ago the owner of that company, who's one of the richest men in the world, uh, bought the rights to that song. So now that's his entrance song when he comes out. But I like when that first came on, I was like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> like, is this just a whoa, whoa, whoa?" <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good, and like, no matter what you say, it's like it gets you going. Uh, the B fifty twos. I'm just looking at my like, um my list of 80s it's just you can't go wrong with all the synth stuff um cindy lopper time after time um what is that one song promise oh, i gotta find it so i but it just no 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 we want to hear you sing it <laughs> i can't it's like i'm sorry but i'm just thinking of right yep. what <laughs> See, to say. Well, we, we know what you're talking about now <laughs> see there you go I'm so bad. And Greg always says it too. Cause he's like, honey, I love your enthusiasm. And I love that you love singing. But I said, I know it's not good, but I'm still going to sing it at the top oh, of my lungs. I'm going to sing it. The t- it's terrible. I, and actually, and if I don't, and even if I don't know the words too, like for that one, but it's like, what movie was it in? Was it in Napoleon oh, dynamite? I think it was in a lot of movies, but I can't say one off the top of my head. Yeah, so I mean, I could go on and on about the 80s, but it was hard for me to just break down one. So I had to just go with the 80s. Oh, yeah. I just, I mean, a good time for me. It's just 80s, I still open up Pandora every once in a while, 80s playlist, boom, and just see what comes on. And it's usually fun. Yes, that's what we, yes. If it's a night where we don't feel like passing the phone around, it's just 80s. And there's some like amazing slow songs, dance songs, just a good time a good era so that's my number eight all right uh so because i almost guarantee there's no way you're gonna know this one uh uh i'm pulling it up and i have to do it through this way uh my number eight is actually kind of a comedy song but i just i really like it and it's one of those songs you ever you ever have a song that you know is like kind of so obscure that if you're at a party or something and you throw it on people are going to be like like you know they're gonna take notice and it's almost like it's gonna start a conversation. Yeah. Of course. Okay. That would be this song. Uh do you know I I hope you do though. Uh, Liam Lynch's United States of Whatever. No. No, <laughs> that's but a if no. you if you play it, I might know it because I might not know what it is, but I'm if if I hear it, I might have heard it before. Uh, well, most of his song is just it's spoken word of him just talking about not giving a shit to people. Uh, hmm. I can't play too much because we'll get in it. In, I don't know. Here, I'll just I'll just play a clip here. Okay. He's all like, eh, and I'm like, whatever. Yes, yes, I have heard this. Yeah. She comes up to whatever. me and she's all like, hey, aren't you that dude? I'm like, yeah, Wait, whatever. whatever. <laughs> yes, I've heard that. Is that on like Jackass? I don't even know where. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I've heard I that. don't know where I even heard it from. It might have been Jackass. Uh, I actually, I can tell you, I know where I exactly I heard it from. I was sitting, it's, I feel like this is the type of song that is like, it's traded by like folklore. Uh, mm-hmm. I was at, getting a tattoo and it, it came on and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then uh, they're like, oh man, you know, Liam Lynch. And I was like, this is fucking dumb. Why would I listen to it? And then of course, <laughs> like later that night, I'm like, let me see that song, you know. All right, and now I just—it's like a—it's only like a minute and a half long, and it's like one chorus and talking, but like I just find it funny and weird, and I just really like it. I don't know; it just puts me in a good mood. I love it. I love that you—that obscure song because there's—you're right. There's moments where you play something just to see what people are gonna say. Yeah, just to see other people react. Yeah, like I did that. I, my, I, oh no, I did that at my wedding. What did you put, play? bloodhound gang uh and the song title is very offensive and i know i don't want to say the whole thing but it's lift your head up high um and it's uh okay so it's called lift your head up high and blow your brains out and it's just ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) and i'm not condoning it but it's just like the beat to it and you know that i love bloodhound gang so we're playing music and that came on and my my matron of honor came over and she's like what is this? I'm like, it's fucking bloodhound gang. And there's like a, a, a tiny group of like eight people that knew what it was. And they were getting down with me. And I was just like, these are my people. <laughs> like, this is, you get it, but I get it. It's. You got songs like that. I have another, like you ever hear like Mickey Avalon's my dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a stupid song, but I love to put it on. Like, you know, especially if you're like at a party or something and, you could play if you heard that one. That's the one that's like, burnt, 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 burnt. My dick plays on the double decker screen. Your dick's got the HIV. Like, it's like this stupid song about his penis, but it's fucking so dumb and funny. And the, every lur, lur, line of the song is, My dick, dot, 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 dot. My dick, dot, 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 dot. And you'll just play that. People will be like, like What is this? Uh, I love it. Not on my list, by the way. Uh, my dick is not on my list. <laughs> I was going to say, what number did that fall under? Uh, it did not. Uh, what is your, uh, your yours your, yours coming up here? <laughs> so this is what, number seven, I think? Yes. Is it? Yes. Uh, so number seven is an artist. Again, these are just like my honorable mentions, but I'm just like plot or, you know, filling in the, the, the bracket. But it's Queen Herbie, and she is a... Um, she's a white female rapper. Okay. She was viral. Um, her and her husband did look at me now. Remember when like, um, it was on YouTube and she had like the, the curled hair, like Gwen Stefani, she was dolled up and she rapped Buster Rhymes part and it was fucking insanity. Like she killed it and she was in a group called Carmen. So she separated, she signed a huge deal. I'm going to give like a little backstory because she's an indie artist now, but she signed with LA Reed and they put out the one song. I'll play it for you. Yeah. This will be a new artist for me. So I would uh, need to hear this one. She's there. She's such a like, I I, I post her on my Instagram all the time and she does like cleanses with incense and she's just amazing. She's such a good, um, person all around it it feels like like i don't know her personally i would love to know her personally but now tell me if this is too loud now i'm gonna fast forward to the chorus 
Do you remember this song? Maybe, maybe a little bit. Towards the end there, it sounded kind of familiar, but not one that I, I can say rings a, a, a definitive bell. It was just like a very poppy song, and it was it catapulted to like number one on the charts. But anyway, so they they were controlled. They signed they signed their life over, huge record deal, and everything that she wanted to do creatively, her and her husband, because they're um, they're the band, yep, a duo. Um, they did not. It had to be this way. Their look had to be this way. Their sound had to be this way. She fired L.A. Reid, which was like, you know, fame, suicide. That's what they said. You know, it's just you, you don't do that when you get signed by a big label. You don't say, hey, no, thanks. We don't need you. Yeah. Yeah. But now she's uh, she puts out EPs and she's just amazing. And this is the type where I'll be drinking wine and it's just me by myself and my girlfriends and I put Queen on because she's so she's got like good rap music. She sings. She's just very multi-talented. So I liked that you told that story because yes. I'm going to copy and paste it for a pick on my list later because it's almost identical in well, it's very similar. I'll just say that. Yeah. I just appreciate like staying true to yourself. Because the music that she's putting out now is right up my alley because I love rap music. A specific era that's on my list coming up. But it's very reminiscent of that. Very positive. Um, the fact that they do it by themselves and they produce what they do and do it independently, I think, is amazing. And it's just very inspirational. Don't give up on yourself and don't conform. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Don't change for anyone especially fucking Ellie Reed, one of the biggest, you know, people in the industry. And she, you know, fuck you and did her own thing. So, and I'm assuming is doing well. She is she in an independent way, which is even cooler. Yeah. I feel like that's the thing now is like just being yourself and branding yourself. You, you have that core audience. So yeah, I would agree. Yes. I'll put, I'll put a little snippet of her new stuff when we do the preview, but gotcha. Yes. Sounds good. Um, my number seven is uh, is hard to say. This is a band that I very much like playing uh, when I'm just chilling, drinking, because um, they have like 500 music videos on YouTube. Oh boy! Uh, it's a band called Our Last Night. Okay. Supposedly they had a hit like 10 years ago. I don't know it. But what I do know <laughs> is that their new thing is is that they just like almost like once a week. Uh, it's two brothers and then two other bandmates mm-hmm. and the brothers both sing. Uh, one's kind of the hard vocals and one's the s- soft vocals and they just do covers of shit now. Oh. And they get like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of views on these now. So like, this is now their primary focus. And I like just going through their library and just being like, oh, I wonder what a rock version of, you know, like, I don't fucking know, like, you know, you know, hold me tiny, hold me close, tiny dancer is going to sound like, you know, <laughs> Uh, but the one that I really, really like, and it is the one that uh, introduced me. Do you know the song? And I don't even know who sings it, uh, the original version. It's called Good For You. I probably should have looked that up. Uh, Unfortunately, yes, I do. Because, yes, it's Olivia Rodriguez. You do know it. <laughs> I do, but I don't listen to her. But I knew of 
the good for you because everyone loves that song. I, yeah, I had heard the song a few times. I'd actually heard. So our last night I was like, wow, this is a really good song. And then I was like, oh, it's a cover. Oh, uh, but they cover it and like they do like a pretty hard version of it. And uh, I don't know. I just really, really like it. I love that the, the brothers I, I get I like stories in bands and I'm like, oh, it's this band. They had a minor hit, I guess, in like the early 2000s. And then they thought they were done. And then they uploaded some cover of some random bullshit song. And now that's their job is just doing this professionally. And it's two brothers doing it. And they're, I don't know. I just, I, it's just a fun song. I didn't clip it because it's out, outside of my top, my top five, but I yes. very much uh, enjoy it. And anyone listening, if you like just hearing good rock covers, uh, check out their YouTube page. You will find no shortage of them there. I, I love a good cover. Who doesn't? As long as it's good, bad ones it, are shit. <laughs> but yes, but like it, it for them to like have that range of Elton John to Olivia Rodriguez, like that's awesome. Oh, it's everything too. Yeah, and I think I think there should have been probably a hint to me that it wasn't their original song because they don't change the lyrics to any of them. So even though they're singing that from the girl's perspective, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. And uh, I believe at one point in the song they are a yeah. It just it, it's just. I didn't, I should, there, there were signs that it wasn't a cover. And then like, I think I was literally at work and I heard it play over like, you know, the, like the bull crap they pipe in just at like a low volume. And I was like, what the hell? Oh shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that would be my, 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 my selection. Uh, uh, we're, we're getting ready to, to, to close in on our, our, our top five here. We are. So mine and this is going to be kind of long, but I'm going to summarize it. But I'm doing like all early 2000 to 2010 rap. So I'm talking Buster Rhymes, Ludacris, Missy Elliott, um, uh, Bubba Sparks, Nelly, um, 112. Like any, any, <laughs> there's so many songs. And that's a period of my life, like 16 to... 25 going out dancing um ti bring him out is what, what about even the ones that aren't that big do you remember like pd pablo oh my god pd pablo <laughs> i'm glad you yes. remember him raise it up i mean like let it's me a, just show let just, me just there's show. so much there's so much good in that era and then also like so much like just i don't want to say bad but like Looking back, you're like, man, we were all listening to like, let your chain hang low. Let your chain. <laughs> <laughs> or like, uh, let's see. I it's have going this... down at the mall. It's going... <laughs> that young jock. Meet me in the mall. It's going down. I fucking love that song. You don't, you do not understand how much uh, big timers. Um, let me mm. see what else is. On. I'm just going to kind of. So Bubba Sparks, Buster Rhymes. I have so much Buster Rhymes. Did you know that Buster Rhymes, uh, give me some more, sampled the Psycho music in the background? No, I did the, not know that, no. The violin, that's, the beanie. Yep. That's fucking cool, though. It Love seems it. like something Busta would do. Busta seems like a, seems like he's, I mean, he did fucking fuck up Michael Myers, so he's got that under his belt. He does, and he had a, a song, Touch the uh, touch It, and he had the mic, the Beep, 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 with DMX on it. And it's one of my favorite remixes just because that's, <sighs> that's on it. Can we D12? Also just say D12's great. I wanted to include this on my list because he is one of my favorite fucking rappers ever. But I just, I, I, I had to, Nelly edged him out. 
Uh, DMX party up in here. Come yes. Yeah. Okay. So I was gonna put that on my list, and I'm like, I'm just gonna because you you there was so many from that era that you can't you know what I mean. So let me find uh, fabulous Eve, um, Ice Cube. We'll just spin around with that with genuine. Yep, genuine. Um, let me see. For Juvenile. Joe Bu- Ju- Okay, I just got to my J's. Juvenile. <laughs> you're like, you're, I'm a little bit ahead of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jewel Santana. Remember, do you remember this song by Joe Budden? Oh, God. Hang on. Yeah. Do you remember that? Like, I do remember that. Okay, so now let me play T.I. And then, like we talked about earlier, old Kanye, like when he did all of his his first up-and-comings, um, LL Cool J, Headsprung. I prefer LL's um, early 90s stuff, though. Like, you know, Mama said, knock you, knock out. you out. Yeah, um, even fucking Pharrell and N.E.R.D. Oh, I forgot about N.E.R.D. You know? Fun stuff. Um, Outcast, where the hell is Ti? I'm sorry, I'm not prepared for this because I have a you. If you saw this list, you'd be like, because I'll think of a song and I'm just like, add it, add it. <laughs> bring them out, bring them out, That's bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails got the trumpet, got the horns in it. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. You ever this one? Yeah. I I wasn't a huge Ti fan. Like I never bought his album or anything. But he, I mean, I mean, back in the era of when music videos were still on television, I mean, T.I. was all over. He's one of those rappers that I kind of feel like was huge for like six years and then just went away. Yeah, and, and he like peaked because he did this one song that I love, Swagger Like Us, with Jay-Z, Kanye, T.I., and Lil Wayne. And it sampled um, M.I.A.'s Paper Planes. Do you remember her? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's one of the best songs, but I felt like he kind of just like peaked and then it kind of just went, it dissolved and he doesn't really have like anything really. But that era is forever my favorite and Greg's least favorite when I drink because he's like, can you not? And I'm just like, ATL with the corner kit down. He's just like, no. So yeah, it was that. That's a great fucking era. A great time of rap uh, that is honestly probably the last time that i truthfully like was into the genre um yeah that's and it, I, the kids listen to it a lot to, the kids again they're like they're in their like late they're like 27 28 but they oh, listen damn to it kids a, they listen to it a lot at work and i'm just like i like their stuff and i'm just like i i can't get into it to me a lot of it sounds the same like there's no yeah it doesn't seem as fun like there's not as much fun in it anymore there's some people i like enjoy like i'll like i don't know like i i i don't think he's rap but like people lump him in there but like i do enjoy post malone but i don't know when i listen to him i'm like i can like, he's got a different style he doesn't seem like everybody else i don't know i love post malone and he wow what was gonna go on my list because i love wow. wow it's my favorite song is yes because when he comes on you hear the this is your town little money money big boy then g-wagon g-wagon <laughs> Pull up to the house with some big butts. We are came for the bird. Yes, I fucking love that song so much. Like that song gets me so hyped up. And we went and saw a band called The Regrets. They're like a little indie group. They're so good. But they played that song before. 
And it's when everyone's kind of standing around, like waiting for them. And I'm over there, G Wag, G Wag, G. And Greg's like, I have too many mamitas. And he's like, oh my God. <laughs> but I was so excited that they played it. I, I would be too. I wanted to see him so bad, uh, but not not blaming him. I'm it's Ticketmaster, but fucking hell. It was like $350. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like it's insanity. The last, the last rap concert that I went to. Which it was like when you asked me my favorite, I literally like all these concerts ran through my head because I could not pick just one, but those ones were special. I saw Jay Z and Beyonce. Oh, I cried. Pretty big show right there. <laughs> I cried when they did Forever Young and they showed like the kids, and I had so much to drink. Like we we pregames a lot, and I'm crying. Um, just it was the most amazing show because you get a you got old Jay Z, you get them. Crazy in Love, Deja Vu, Upgrade You. Then you get all of her shit. You know what I mean? And it was just the most magical, uh, bigger concerts that I've ever seen. And it was one of the best shows I've ever been to. But that was um, like $189, which I didn't think was a lot for them. I guess. No, I, mean, I think not. Because you're getting, think about it. You're getting two yeah. of the biggest stars in the world. Yes. And it's, that's a... That's a big show. That's a super like stadium show. You know, that's not that's that's not like seeing someone down at the local, you know, the, the local venue. That's you're seeing them at a stadium or something big. Right. And that's when I, I think they, that's they, they, they didn't jack up the prices like they do now because I like, won't pay. It would it would be so much more now. It would be astronomical. Yeah. To, to put it this way. And like, I don't. I won't say because if by chance this comes around to them, I don't want like. There's a podcast that I love. It's my favorite podcast. I told you about it. I don't want to give a hint as to what it is. Yeah. But it's two guys who basically just review stuff, kind of like we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I was like so excited when they were coming around town, uh, coming back around after pandemic. And I was like, man, I can't wait to see them. And it was $150 a ticket to see them. And I was like... I was like $150. Cause here's why I come from my mind. Yeah. Like I'm used to like, like, I come from like growing up in like the shows I would go see. I would go see any band I wanted to, you know, obviously, yes, I got the benefit of seeing the stones and all the legends for free. Cause of my buddy, but like right. any band that was like actually meant for people, my age, I would spend but what anywhere between 20 and $50. And I'm yes. like, I can't ju justify spending $150 and 300. If I'm going to take, you know, someone with me to see two people talk about bullshit. I can barely, I can't even, I'm sorry. I can't even do it to justify seeing a band to me. That is ridiculous. No band is worth that to me. No, not a single band on this planet is worth $300 to go see. I completely agree. And some of the best shows that I've seen have been in that range of 20 to 50, you know, like a good, like club little bar show has been some of the best shows that I've ever seen. But even like with, we have an amphitheater where we live, even with amphitheater seats for fucking lawn admission that used to be 25 to $40, like the most you would pay for a lawn seat would be 40. They are now like 150, like Luke Bryan was coming and I don't, Disclaimer, I don't like country, but my mom loves it. And my kid loves it because of Nana. God damn it. And <laughs> she was like, Luke Bryan's coming. I know. I'm like, curse you woman. And <laughs> she wanted to take us. I'm like, that's literally $450 for 
for three of us to stand in the obnoxious lawn seats with all the, you know what I mean? Like I, 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 it's not just, she's like, well, I'll make it work. I'm like, no, like you're not spending that much money to go see that. Like that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. What's, if you don't mind me asking, because what's the most that you've ever spent to go see a live show? So (laughs) the most that I ever paid was like 239 a piece, but this was before we had our kid. This is a long time ago. So that was like what upwards of like 500 and something dollars. Mm -hmm. Uh, We went to Jersey and saw Jay-Z and Kanye West. They were, they were doing the watch the throne tour. And that was iconic for me. One of the best albums in rap history. And I remember when StubHub was useful too, when, when people would resell their tickets, but like you could get better seats for almost like a, a little bit better price than you paid. Yeah. Do you remember? So I went to StubHub and I found. Before it became the enemy. (laughs) Before. Exactly. And it was uh, at the IZOD Center. So we were ground level of the stage. Like we weren't on the floor, but we were in the seats right there. Like Jay-Z's cube was right in front of me. So. He has a cube? (laughs) They came, they, they, they performed and then they had like the middle and then they had cubes on both sides. So, so. Uh, Kanye was down this way and Jay-Z was more like in our area mm. and they would do like uh, great white sharks on it tigers like images on the cube but they would rise up and it would turn all black and it would have like red and like an om- it was just one of the best shows I've ever been to so it was well worth the money at that time yeah, So sounds five, awesome. 550 bucks probably was the most I spent mine would be and it's there's not even a close second like I put my foot down like i'm if it's more than 50 60 bucks i ain't doing it yeah uh um but the the one when i was me and uh deanna were first dating she's really really into musicals yeah and so i had like you know when you're like all right i gotta show this person that i actually care and whatnot (laughs) uh so i bought tickets to go see hamilton live and they were 180 dollars a piece and that is the single most expensive show that I ever went to. Had a great fucking time. And I'm not a big musical person, although she's yep. there's a few that she's, you know, been on repeat so much that I'm like, you know, like Sing I'll be along. On, yeah, like, well, <laughs> you know, I I'll never forget the the time we were watching uh The Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. And I think like halfway through it, she had already seen like five hundred times. She was like, ah, uh, she's like, let's I'm gonna turn this off. Let's do something else. And I was like, no like no like we're finishing this movie like i'm into this movie now like what happens to the circus okay (laughs) Uh, i love that i love uh, that though yeah but um yeah that would be the most expensive i ever uh, so i just was curious because you know with that being a a very recent topic that people are very pissed off about and props to taylor swift for saying fuck it to all that so um you know, what's funny, though, is like the most amount that we've both paid for the shows, we like enjoyed it. And and the other person who wasn't really feeling it enjoyed it because it, that's how Greg was. He like he got drunk. He was dancing. He he th- he he threw the rock up. And I was just like, what? <laughs> oh, he threw the rock up. I just didn't expect that to come out of your mouth right now. And <laughs> When they tell you to throw the rock up, you have, you got to. And I was just like, I look over and he's doing it and he's getting. <laughs> I was 
so excited. I'm just thinking of Chappelle right now with the with throw the rock. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's good. Yes. yes. So <laughs> good transition into our top five. Yes. Uh, are we on? Are we on top five? Mm-hmm. though? You got to do your number six. Oh, yeah. My number six. Uh, I'm going to spoiler alert. Six and five are, are, are pretty straight up the, the middle emo here. Um, and I do have these pulled up uh, for clips here. But my number six favorite uh, is one of my all time favorite bands. They're a band called Silverstein. Mm-hmm. um heart like heavy pop punk screamo e band love them very much uh this is probably the song that made them me fall in love with them on their first and one of the best emo albums of all time discovering the waterfront this is smile in your sleep i have a quick little clip of it And I don't want to play too much to get us in trouble. Did that come through on yours? I heard it. Oh, okay. So that comes through. I guess I just yeah. can't mirror. <laughs> For me, that was probably the, f- and uh, granted, I don't know if it was, but it, to my knowledge, that was the first time I heard a band be like, we're going to do pop punky, like, you know, songs about girls. And then we're also just going to like scream until our vocal cords explode. And oh, yeah. I don't know, like not like in a different way, but I, I don't know. I just really like it. It's super fun. That album is one of my go-to albums. Every song on it is a fucking emo banger. Yeah. And uh, I love that fucking album and that band. And also side note, the band I've seen the most live. I've seen them so many fucking times. It's unbelievable because they like never stop touring. <laughs> That's awesome. And I love that we're doing this because I'm definitely going to check out the stuff that you put on that I don't know too much of i I told you what i'm doing after this so (laughs) i know i wish i didn't have to work tomorrow so i could stay up and drink yeah well you'll feel better tomorrow (laughs) i'll wake up with a hangover but you know whatever (laughs) uh so does that bring us to our top fives all right so number five for me is a group that's not really well known some might know it but it's a band called ween uh, they did Ocean Man for SpongeBob. Uh, they were also in the Adams Family, the new um, cartoon remake. Their song Dancing in the Show Tonight was in it. <laughs> so th- the song that I picked was Bananas and Blow. <laughs> and it's it sounds one. wonderful. <laughs> it's such, when I play it, you'll understand why, but it's off of their uh, 2000 record White Pepper. And if you're looking for new music and you want uh, something to listen to from start to finish, you have to listen to this album because it's one of the best albums ever made. Stamped by me. I'm familiar with Ween in two ways. It. Oh, wait. No, I'm not. That's Winger. Never mind. I don't think I'm familiar with Ween. <laughs> they're, they're, they're crazy. They did uh, Push the Little Daisies. Uh, which was a music video on MTV that was like one of the first music videos played. Um, they're they're just a crazy. It's two dudes, Gene and Dean Ween. <laughs> and this is now this is a band that I found through Greg, um, and the story goes as follows. So I didn't I knew of them, but we had a party one night and we made pot brownies, and I ate. 
one and got really fucked up, but they all went back to his room and was listening to this record. And I found myself all alone sitting all, you know, high on a pot brownie. And I went back and they were listening to this record and it was one of the most amazing experiences listening to music. Okay. So. Now I'll get to the part where the chorus when he actually sings. So it's literally <laughs> about this guy that gets stuck on an island and all he has is bananas and blow. And he's stuck in his cabana living on bananas and blow. And it's just so catchy. And when you play it loud and there's a there's a, a solo part with the guitar, the Mexican sounding guitar. I'm listening to it tonight. It's amazing. Because so spoiler. Well, not spoiler alert. Uh, I misunderstood the assignment originally i had thought this we were because we had talked about doing a music episode and we had talked about it and we thought we thought i thought it was going to be top five guilty pleasure songs and if you think that uh jimmy buffett's margaritaville wasn't on there (laughs) and that song immediately struck a chord with me where i was like yep that reminds that sounds kind of like the music that my dad listened to my entire life (laughs) it's so good but this album is so obscure because it goes from okay just real quick i just want to i'm not gonna because i want you to go next but i want you to hear how this album fluctuates ready and then this is called ice castles and it's just instrumental and then it gets into like a video game right yeah then it goes to like it's just it goes heavy and then it goes that and then there's like these awesome love songs and then there's like a catchy like pop love song um it's just, it's like an album that just it, they're they're very well rounded they're very well rounded they have they have been touring there's they still continue to tour off of like five albums they have not put anything new out but when you go to a ween show people expect different types of songs and they like the set list is just fucking amazing every time but it changes and you just don't know what you're going to get but it's they're like primacy um they played for south park's anniversary okay it was ween and primus that were the two bands but when you get a good buzz tonight like when you're feeling toasty Start from number one, and, and it's a it's a short album. The songs aren't long, but listen to it, and I think you'll be happy. Sorry, uh, if you just saw like the earth shake, uh, Ripley decided to jump, rub his big fucking ass on the camera stand. Again, that's why you need a camera so we can see the little booty booty pop. <laughs> uh, but I like bands like that. I mean, it, it's it, the, the, not always successful, but like where like they're just like when you hear an album and like it's just like almost as if like is this the same fucking band? Um, yeah. For me, that artist would be like Faith No More. I love Faith No More. And yeah. like, while most people know like Epic and like their more rap Rocky stuff, which is mm-hmm. great. Love it. Like they're pretty much every album after that is like, just like that. You'll get like fucking like, you'll get, you'll get a rap song and then you'll get like, just like a straight love song. And then you'll get like, just a song that where you're like, this sounds like two teenagers that were just like, this is music and just be like, ah! 
you know, like, it's like, it's just all over the place. And I really, I, I like, I can appreciate that in a band when they are good at doing multiple genres. Yes. And, and when you get done listening to that, you got to, uh, on YouTube, find the song spinal meningitis got me down by them. <laughs> it, okay. is, it is. I played it when I used to work. Uh, my old job and this this one guy like we connected about music he was older and we loved like Jethro Tull Pink Floyd like we talk about music and I would show him new stuff and I showed him that song <laughs> he was like what the fuck is this but then he got into him and he loves me now so I'll have to give him a try that I'm definitely listening to Bananas and Blow that is for sure getting listened to tonight yes so all right Next Yours. up is going to be, and I had to limit myself because I could have just did all emo, all screamo for the top five, but I didn't. Um, but this is, I think, while not my favorite emo band or screamo band, it's a, I think it might be the most quintessential like emo song. Like it's a, it's the one that I find myself when I'm drunk and I'm like fucking around and just vibing yep. and I want to listen to it. This is uh, the band Chiodos. Um, and the song is called uh, "You Wouldn't." La uh, sorry, baby, you wouldn't last a, a minute on the creek. Oh, um, it's one of. I think it's the. For me, it's like. While I think the used are probably like my favorite, like emo screamo band. This is, yeah. I think, like the best song of that genre, at least in my opinion. I have okay. a little clip of it right here. <laughs> That's all I'm going to play. Um, it's yeah. it's a very intense song and it has like very twangy guitars, which you don't hear that much in that genre. And no, uh, well. I just really, really enjoy it. Very good visuals. The video is fucking weird. The video has like, which I think also captured my attention as a kid. Yeah. I was like, it's like a girl wearing a mouse head and a guy wearing a bird head. And it's awesome. They are like in love. And then at the end, they like murder each other. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um but i had to include it because uh and also because i was like i'll be honest with you there's two videos that i've I've been listening to like non-stop lately and i was like mm -hmm. these are this is one of the two that i was like jordana's gonna see this clip and be like well this is the one he watches all the time on our fucking youtube channel <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even see it but it would have made sense and i've been like okay i get it because it's cool <laughs> like yeah uh, so I, I just really like that one. Um, not such a huge fan of the band overall, but that yeah. song is just fucking chef's kiss. Uh, it just makes me want to fucking be 20 again and fucking be in the mosh pit and fucking crowd surf and, yes. and fucking scream my heart out about fucking girls that I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> the girls that you made up because of the song like that, that. You know what I mean? Like that non-existent yeah. person that you're just like. Bah, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, I just, I just love that, uh, that song. It's, it's, it's a, uh, you know. And then I do think that he has one of the better voices from, like, as someone who can't sing at all. Right. I'm like, oh god, I wish I could sing like that. <laughs> like, that's a, <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm like, if I could pick a voice, it, it wouldn't be his. It would be uh, the lead singer, Scary Kids, Scaring Kids. But that's beside the point. If but his would be a close second. <laughs> but you can have that voice when you drink a, a lot of Coors Delight. You can achieve that. You, 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 that it gives you that courage that, like, yes, you can sing like that. Ooh, 
no, uh, yeah, but my, phys <laughs> my physical body and level of talent does not. It says no. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> well, uh, I believe that will bring us to your number four. Yes. So this one literally uh, uh, trumped the one that I had it for, which is I'll say it um, and I won't play it because obviously you guys know it, but it's the bad touch by the Bloodhound Gang. It's always one that I always play and love the breakdown, love that song. But this song was introduced to me, I think, last year. Uh, the band is no longer, um, but they're called The Handsome Furs, and they were from Canada. And it's a, a song called I'm Confused. The, the power that this song has on me, sober and what I'm drinking, is... I can't even explain it. It just puts me in this place and uh, you have to hear it. I'm excited to hear it. Cause this is a complete new thing to me. I've never heard this name. I'm, so this is all new information and this video. So um, my very amazingly, just um, amazing best friend, Melissa, she introduced me to it and she sent me the video and it's a, a video about zombies. So they're, they're playing, uh, the band's playing and then they turn like the, the zombies are attacking and they go to this party and he's going to save the girl. And she's like, I think you would like the video. And I was like, well, I love the video and I fucking love the song. So this is kind of like all thanks to her. Okay. Um, and I'm going to get to the good part. Cause the big, it's kind of like a synthy dance song. <laughs> I can get down to that. I can get down to that. Uh, and and that part is like heavy, but the part before is very like simple. And it's like the the piano's like din, 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 and there's clapping in the background, and it's just so many layered elements that makes it such a good party song. And we'll listen to it, and everyone, you just see everyone breaking it's, it down it's a par very party it reminds me a lot of like huey lewis during his like funky era like yes. uh like, like pump it up until you can feel it pump it I, it kind of reminds me of that a little bit totally i i'm glad that you said that because i couldn't pinpoint what it reminded me of but it's very it's just such a good song the rest of the album's good but i don't think it compares to the song so i definitely wanted to add this to the list so i felt like four was a comfortable place for it yeah, no, it seems super fun. Definitely not something I'm familiar with, but I mean, that sounds like something I, I don't know if I could do a whole album of music like that personally, but I think that for a, a party song where you're, you're bouncing around through genres, I bet you that would be fucking badass. Yes. And my husband just came back from a show. I forgot which one he went to and I was playing the song and he was up there going. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking dope. Yeah. So now he's upstairs. But uh, I think that if you listen to that song in, in its entirety, you'd love it. I, I, uh, that, okay. So I've got two that I'm definitely hitting at tonight bananas and blow. And then, um, I am going to have to get the name of that one again. I'm confused. <laughs> All right. And the artist, well, easy. And one more <laughs> handsome, the handsome furs, handsome furs. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I got that. That, that yes. seems like a fun party. So that seems like a, a definitive type of party song. Yes. And now yours, your number four. Okay, so my number four, uh, this one is, uh, it's not a, like, 
heavy or it's not a i don't know this song is uh very important to me one of my top five favorite bands of all time uh i listen to them constantly um is rise against uh the the kind of more just straight rock slash punk inspired band i don't know if you're familiar with them or not i am um i love it's swing life away uh which is one of their softer songs i particularly like it just because i sort well first of all this is during an era and I think they still film all of their videos in Chicago because they're from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I love the video and this, the aspect of like every time they make a video, I'm always like, yep, been there, been there. Yep. I know that. Um, <laughs> That's nice. It's familiar. Yeah. And then I just really like, it's so melancholy and like joyous. It's just about li- and the, the lyrics are just like about being content and happy with what you have, even if what you have isn't that much. And I think a lot of people, especially kids around the time this came out, like we just don't feel like you have a place, but like you feel like you have that home just like with your dumb fucking friends. I don't know. It just brings me back to a place and it makes me so happy when I listen to it. Yep. Uh, and I just have a quick clip for anyone who's never heard it before. Uh, and here it is. Porches and swing Ah, uh, just hits me right in the feels. Yes, just, and that just—I love that. I love that it gets you in that moment. Yes, and that—that—that's a band that I just—that band's. I guess I lied earlier when I said certain bands aren't important to me. That band is important to me because something about them being from my you know hometown. Yeah. The fact that they put on unfucking believable live shows. They have. I like that they have just songs like that, but they also are like a band that is super fucking like activists and like are trying to at least bring attention. And like they're, they've never not done an album, whether it was when they were more punk or rock, they always are trying to bring attention to something like the, the, the song make it stop, uh, which I believe all of the funds were donated to, um, uh, pro like LGBTQ communities and, and like uh, outreach programs and things like that. Uh, just awesome. phenomenal. Just phenomenal. I, I love them. That's good that they're like solid musicians that, that can put out good music, perform it live, do good things. You know what I mean? Like using their platform. That's, that's awesome. Because of them, I was vegetarian for a year. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they're all vegetarian except for the drummer. Who's like, I'm not fucking doing that. Uh, <laughs> But uh, and then I was like, I got to do it, too. And I was like, I was like 19. And then yeah. like I think I was like vegetarian until like I was like 20. And then like I got into like a fight with my girlfriend at the time. And I was like, fuck this. We're going to White Castle. <laughs> and I got so fucking sick the next day. <laughs> like, it was unbelievable. <laughs> I love it. You're just like, yeah, I'm giving up for a year. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to fucking five guys. Yeah. And a goddamn burger. <laughs> You bitch. <laughs> That'll show you. you. I'm going to have diarrhea tomorrow and it's your fault. <laughs> hey, the, the things that love will make you do. <laughs> uh, that would bring us to your choice. And I love that you went to White Castle, not Wendy's, because I thought of anything you would go to Wendy's. Uh, yes, but this is also, keep in mind, I was around 1920. Harold and Kumar was real big at the time. <laughs> Fuck yes. Yeah. We, yes, I love Harold and Kumar. Okay, um, so number three for me is 
kind of like a cliche pick. The band's great, but I don't really support what the lead singer um, did in like the era of their somewhat new album. So it's Queens of the Stone Age. No one knows. Uh, that, uh, so when it came out, I think I was like 18 or 19, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm aging myself like 16, 17. And I was in my party mode and I had this like routine and we'd always play this song. And it just reminds me, like you said, of a, of a specific time, uh, feeling a certain way. And I love the baseline. I love, I, I, I when Queens you of the stone age have great baselines in general, uh, they do. They're... Now is this late? This is later Queens. So this is like, no, this is early Queens, but when, um, oh my God, what is the album? I have it right here in front of me and I can't think of the, the name. It was their new out, their newer album. Um, I think it's called Domesticated Animals, but that's when he um, kicked the, the female photographer in the face. Oh, I do remember that now. Yep. Yeah. And, it, and I was like, before I saw the videos, I'm like, well, maybe he was drunk and he did like a kick. But when I watched the video, you saw him like walk up and he's Josh homie, Ami, whatever you say. He is kind of arrogant. He's kind of a douche. Um, but it did look like he purposely kicked her, which I mean, I don't condone it, but he's a hot mess and he was fucking trashed and he was wasted. And again, that's no excuse, but I don't know. I'm curious if I'm going to know this song because I never owned a Queens album, but like they were pretty big and my my best friend uh really liked them and i remember uh i grew up a pretty big foo fighters fan and yep. there was a foo fighters queens of the stone age connection for a while where i remember there was a music video where dave Grohl drummed for them even where like he i remember that and like that's kind of what put him on like my friend's group radar because we were like oh well we love the foo fighters so like who are these fucking guys with this fucking seven foot tall giant as a singer like <laughs> seriously and he was uh, uh dave Grohl was in the video for this song but oh best... and i i do know this song then yes but their their best album was era vulgaris and they uh, if you want like a complete album from start to finish that's amazing that one but the song is this one but then wait this part Where is it? that whole part like ghost what dicks, it's ghost dicks ghost dicks, dicks. <laughs> yes I can't with him, but I, I think that song, when you blast it and you have the bass turned up high and it's just such a good goddamn song. So, and it reminds me of my youth. So that's my number three pick. I'm so happy that's the one you picked because it's the one I'm most familiar with. Uh, mm -hmm. Cause that was like, I remember that. Like I was like, Dave Grohl played in there and then he got on there and then my buddy like bought the album. And I think if I recall, that was one of those albums where like my, my buddy bought it and like, he basically like bought the you know the 12 tra track album and listened to like two songs on repeat on it <laughs> and, yeah. like it was like that because he also did it for like muse i remember i was like you know there's like 12 other songs on here he's like yeah but i just like these two like you know, it's like, the only going, good songs like whatever fucking you but, paid for it so you know that they uh dave josh and 
I'm just gonna pull my headphone back real quick. Greg. Greg. What's the what's the guy's name from Led Zeppelin? Which one? In uh them crooked vultures. John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin. Uh, Supergroup where they wore the like the face masks and everything. Yep, I remember that. And that album, Them Crooked Vultures, has some of the best. And I can never remember his name because I forget him or I feel like I'm always gonna mispronounce it, but Dave, him, and that guy are Hoagie. (laughs) (laughs) John Paul Jones, Dave Paul Jones. What the guy from Let's and that's and, and that like little sub project. I wish that they would come together again because that was some of the best music that they, they only put did out. one album, right? They did, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. I remember that because uh, you know we everyone thought that was cool. Like in my friend group, one again didn't buy it, but it, like it was one that somebody bought, so it was in the rotation, like driving around. You know, as nineteen, twenty-one year old somewhere around there. Yeah, and and I didn't I didn't know of that group. But then I found out about it and I got it on vinyl for my birthday. And it's, again, if you're drinking, it's a great album to put on just to sit and listen to. Because it starts off heavy and then it kind of like does this like storytelling. So I'll have to get, I, I, I remember it, but I couldn't tell you a single song on that. But I would be interested to see if I, how I, how it holds up because I haven't heard it in a while. So yes, it's good. But uh, would that bring me to number three? Number three for you. Number three. This is maybe possibly consider you could consider this a guilty pleasure. I don't care. I love this fucking song. And I love this artist. I'm gonna specify this because I want to get there. It's I feel like it's, I'm gonna build it up. I'm gonna do storytelling here. Yes, please. I Love think it. this is an artist who was fucked over beyond belief that had she come out now, she would be unbelievably gigantic. Okay. I think she is far more talented than most of her contemporary fucking uh, pop stars and, and people that went farther than she did. Uh, I'm going to say Sinead O'Connor. Oh, my God. Love I, her. I love Sinead O'Connor. Mm-hmm. I still think it's bullshit beyond belief what that she got excommunicated for speaking up about a factual fucking thing that was happening. Mm-hmm. But because of the time frame... They chastised her and ruined her career over it versus now she would be praised for it. So, Because she had like, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, the one song that I think you're going to pick. I mean, I, I don't know any other songs by her. She had like about two albums that were pretty big around then. Um, yep. Ones you probably wouldn't remember. They weren't mm-hmm. like massive hits. I just think that so I think her voice is unbelievable and she it's very powerful. Now, granted, I am aware that the song I'm about to pick, her most famous one, is a cover of a Prince song. I'm aware. Oh, well. Uh, but I love the song. I love the video. Uh, it puts me in my feels. And yep. this is usually, this isn't like the party drunk song, but this is like the, yeah. End of the night when you're sitting there and you're like, yep. Yeah. Uh, yes. This is uh, Nothing Compares to You, the version by Sinead O'Connor. Yes, I love that song. I actually just played that not too long ago, not drunk, but in my little workspace. And I was like, I'm feeling the song. Yeah, just a fucking great song. Uh, her first two albums are phenomenal. Um, and uh, just, just it's an interesting story, uh, what happened to her. And I'll also say fuck Joe Pesci for uh, the shit he said about her. Yeah, it's it's fucked up what like 
something can do to an artist where you know that they could have evolved to be something major. I mean, she was she was major, but like to have. Should I explain what she did? Because I just realized there's people who are younger than us that if they're listening may not know what happened. Yes, please. Because I do. Yes, I feel like people need to know. So she went on to Saturday Night Live. And as a lot of people did, would pull stunts in Saturday Night Live because it was a live show. Uh, and what she did to protest the and basically bring more light and attention to the fact that the Catholic Church was covering up molestation of children. Mm-hmm. She took a picture of the Pope out and she ripped it in half. That was it. But because it was the the 90s. Uh, she was chastised by everybody saying how disrespectful she was. Yeah. The very next week on Saturday Night Live, Joe Pesci hosted it. And I, I'm i almost going to give a direct quote, but said something along the lines in his monologue that if I was here, I would have gave her a smack in the mouth. And then the crowd went fucking wild, like, woo! And they like cheered fucking Joe Pesci saying that he was going to hit this woman for speaking up about sexual abuse. So I like Joe Pesci, but fuck him for that one. And, and, and just how gross that whole thing was. And then they just ruined her career. She basically never had much of a career after that. Um, And from what I understand, doesn't have a very, is not doing super well these days. And it's so sad too, because like, that's a topic that seems to be um, like, it needs to be talked about. It is being talked about more, but of course it's getting like, you know, shoot away and it's 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 fucking disgusting and it's disgusting that he would get on and say that he would physically hurt a woman and people thought that like that was okay and bringing light to a situation wasn't it's just it's sad that the times have not changed i i think they have changed a bit more yeah a bit more but i feel like I, i i feel like you were i think if she had done what she did now people would have been like, Ooh, like praised it as art or whatever, or been like, yeah, "Yeah, you know, like there would have been more people on the positive side of it while back then, because I think back then also, you know, there wasn't social media and there wasn't alternate opinions. It's just, that's the way the media framed it. And everyone said, fuck her. And they demonized her. Anyway, I get really annoyed by it because I listened to Sinead a lot and I don't want to get too serious on our fun show. I love that song. It's a super emotional song. Uh, it will for even if with it being kind of a song about a breakup, uh, it will be played at my wedding. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a good song. Like I do not blame you because that song hits you right in the feels and it's so goddamn good. Yes, it is. Back to you. Wolfie. He decided to come up and make a little appearance. So, um, this one, so my number two, uh, it, it seems weird that I'm picking like a one-hit wonder, um, a newer one-hit wonder, but this song slaps on so many levels, and I love the meme I saw of it. Like, this dude literally busted out a hit and just left. He just fucking peaced out, and that is uh, Gautier, somebody that I used to know. Oh, hell yeah. That's a fucking great song. I'm telling you what, like, the whole comp part and then... For anyone that does not know this song, which I feel like everyone should, the song know. and the video both phenomenal. He hit it. He he hit it out of the park on both aspects. Yes, and then having Kimbra added into that mix, the girl, the female that sings, she's phenomenal. But he 
when it came out, it reminded me of Peter Gabriel, like his voice kind of. I could see that. I could absolutely see that. And I, I, so this is one of the songs that I tried to pitch to Greg. That's like so good. And I played, I remember I played it for him when it first came out and he's like, I don't see Peter Gabriel and I don't like it. And I was like, ah. <laughs> but it didn't stop me from playing it all the goddamn time. So I got to get to the good part though. Now that's a song that I will not sing or I will, I know that I cannot hit those notes, but I literally will stoop so low and I will projectile fucking sing that song because it just right there. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Uh, (laughs) Everything you just said more. Like I love that song. It was everywhere that summer because it came out i remember specifically it came out this summer because i remember the first time i fucking heard it i was on the way to a cubs game which i only go to one cubs game every year because i don't give a shit about baseball but i go because my brother Uh, (laughs) and i was like i was and i don't listen to the radio like i just i literally and this is not me trying to sound cool i don't know how and literally have never turned the physical radio on in my car um (laughs) i don't i don't either that's i do not do that so I was driving with him and a couple of his friends and like it came on and I was like, this is pretty good. Like, I'm like, what was this? sounds cool. And they were, they looked at me like I had like turds hanging them out of my mouth. And they're like, this song is fucking everywhere. And they're like, we, they, they were like, at that point they were sick of it. They had enough. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. That sounded pretty good, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And like my kid, she loves it. And we will go to school and we'll turn that on and we will just in the morning belt it out oh it's so good and and when she comes in i gotta play her little part i don't want to push the limits but i kind of want to push it for this part oh like so good and the rest of the album like i didn't listen to it i don't know any other songs that he has done nobody does but <laughs> nobody does <laughs> that song and then i and then i was obsessed over i watched him perform it live just to see if he could do it do it it's, and a, he, it's a pretty big vocal range right there but he kills it every single sh- uh appearance i think he did snl he i think he's still kind of like newer touring i looked at like uh 2019 maybe but he Every single time he sings it, he kills it. So, and from what I understand about him, for anyone who doesn't know this song, from what I understand, he's not—he's a voluntary one-hit wonder. It's not yeah. like he came out, made a song, and just couldn't get another hit. He literally like just was like, "I'm done." Yeah, like, I'm like, not making any more music. Like that's it. And he's so smart because when you make a, a, a hit like that, because that is like the longevity, what it does to you, like. Greg and I are fine. Like we have no issues, but I just, when I hear, I'm just like, collect your records and then change your number. <laughs> I just get oh. this like sense of like, that would be my anthem. If we were to ever split up, like I would change my fucking number. You didn't have to stoop so low. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think you have to be in a negative thing to like, I love Eminem. And like, even though like 
technically you can consider it a gross song or whatever like the song kim where he murders kim i'm not like i wish i was murdering someone right now like (laughs) but it's such an intense song and it's like you feel that emotion and i just yeah it's it's smart of him to make a hit like that and dip because imagine if he put something out you know it's not going to compare to that you cannot do that over and over again agreed 100 percent agreed all right you're Uh, number two so my number two is one that i'm fairly certain you well maybe you will she's somewhat known uh this is the one that i said kind of had a similar story to uh the female rapper you were referring to Hmm. this is nova rockefeller uh she is i've only recently come across her in the last year and i'm obsessed obsessed i listen to her every single day uh and most of her music that is that that i like is actually on the darker side uh she does like a lot of like just hard like heavy angry rap or even sad rap yeah um i hate her husband or boyfriend or whatever he's like this weird alt-right rapper who doesn't actually believe what he says so he pops up in her song sometimes and i'm like uh uh but she's not she's uh i think I don't know if it matters, but sometimes when it comes to rap, she's half Asian, half white, I believe. Um, But most of her songs are much more heavy. This is like a a fun party song she made. And I like listen to it so much. It's so fun. And uh, it's, it's a Nova Rockefeller's the uh, the, uh, song. And um, this is uh, uh, be who you be. And I'm just going to play just a clip of it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, most of her music doesn't sound like that, but <laughs> uh it's like a that's a fun one she has like song like and she references fucking bill murray in that song <laughs> like she's and the having all yeah the fact Sorry. that she's wearing a 50 cent shirt is awesome yeah it's <laughs> I, I i like but uh it's very similar to the way you described it earlier she got signed at a really young age yep. um and uh very much kind of got like chewed up and spit out like uh, like oh like and uh to a point where she's now like been independent for so long she kind of went away because her husband's weird alt-right rap blew up and now she like manages his career as to try and uh avoid some of those things that happened to her but i think she has talent and i think he doesn't and he uses that as a gimmick that's a side note uh that sucks yeah he's he's literally done like rolling stone interviews where he's like i don't believe any of this and then people still buy it and i'm like whatever yeah uh it's weird (laughs) that's like shitty for that's that's so shitty for her that she's actually like talented and now she's backburnering it because of him and something that he does not fucking believe in yeah but i guess more people listen to that so that's how that makes the money i don't know i just love her um uh, very much she sings a lot about like mental health issues and things that she's had and just living up to this uh, society. There's a song called Hey You that I listen to like almost daily. And it's yeah. just whether I'm in my feels or I want to be like, fuck you. Like that's just a great song. Uh, I love uh, Nova Rockefeller. She has skyrocketed to um, one of my most listened to artists. And 
that song is the one that came that I found her with. And yep. um, it's just a fucking party bumping uh, bop. <laughs> it was, it got me like th- that little clip that that's, I'm going to add that to my playlist tomorrow. Cool. Cause I think that I would totally be into that. So I hope you like it. Yes. Well, I'm glad that you played that. Your number two. Oh, oh what was that face? <laughs> Wait, is it two or is it one? Oh, I'm sorry. It's one. I'm sorry. I, I, that was my two. I'm sorry. I was like, wait, I'm not ready. <laughs> so my number one, and I want to, I want to, I don't have the, I do have the clip, but uh, it's from the concert we went to. So my number one is, and I kind of touched on it before, uh, Mr. Brightside by the killers. And I know that's so super, super cliche, but I, okay. So it's on my playlist. So don't worry. <sighs> and there's so many other like killer songs that I love that get me, you know, hyped up and I love listening to, but there's something about when you have a good buzz and you're either with a group of people or you're by yourself and it just, it kicks in and you get to the chorus part and then you get to, to him, you know, at the end, it's just fucking brilliant. So the killers, when they first came out, I fell in love with them when they did. uh, Somebody told me it was different. You know what I mean? Like when they first came out, not all the people were into them. They were kind of like proggy eighties. Like they didn't have like a certain. I would argue, and I and I've liked them since they came out as well. Mm-hmm. But I remember, like, and granted, I this is not something that matters to me. But as like a seventeen year old, like we were like they were kind of androgynous as yes. like a presentation. Yeah. Um, and I remember like distinctly for there's somebody told me like not just me but like conversations were had where like where, where people were like made up stories because like where they're like you notice how the drummer or sorry the bassist and the and the singer are always looking at each other the song is about each other and like they're in love with each other i remember like having like and it was like almost like a mystery of like finding out like what this exactly was that we're looking at here like and yeah, I, like, what's I happening that, 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 like i love the killers and obviously from what i don't need to defend myself but great no. yeah, yeah uh I, I just remember that distinctly and i think that added to the mystery that helped make that band even better yeah and it, i felt like that came out and then they did all the things that i've done which was like completely different sound but like another great song to play like when you're drinking but so and just to like, because it, it, it kind of like pushes how it's number one. So that album, Hot Fuzz, Fuzz, Fuzz was amazing. And then they came out with Sam's Town. And Sam's Town is one of those albums that changed my life. Like literally it was like a, like a, a pivotal part of when I was transitioning into like the stage I was in and to the stage that I wanted to be at. And it was huge for me. And they came out with Sam's Town. And the title track is very important to me. It's one of the like, the most amazing songs I think ever made. And then there's uh, when you were young oh, and I classic. think, Oh, and that song like was just so, so much for me. So when we went to go see them live, they opened up with Sam's town and I'm telling you what they, they never play the song. If you look it up, it's on um, song kick or whatever. It's the percentage is so low, but we went and saw them and my kid was with me and Greg we're sitting there and all of a sudden I heard the drums because I, I was like, there's no way they're, they're ever going to play Sam's Town. I heard it and I was just, I fucking froze. My heart was beating out of my chest. I cried. I peed. I was <laughs> screaming. I'm like, Greg, 
like, and Mike Roz is like, mom, and she's hugging me. And we had that moment of like seeing it live. And I cannot express how much that meant to me. So then they do their interlude where it's like piano. We hope you enjoy your stay. And that's supposed to go into when you were young from the album. So we're waiting for it. And I want to see if this is it. Okay. So this is mine. So I want to play it. So this is the, from the concert. So they get to the end and you think and this is the two songs in so you're waiting for like when you were young right very dramatic <laughs> did you hear it mm -hmm. they play mr brightside Like, it's getting me all in my feels right now how much I fucking love this song. And this video, what's his uh, name? Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts being in it. Like, Brandon Flowers. Such I'm a biggest, creep. Yeah, such a creep. <laughs> but Brandon Flowers, I had such a crush on him. And I remember that video was just so, like, mesmerizing. And we'd play the song in, like, field parties. And we'd all sing it in unison. Like, we would just all sing it together. And this is, like, my all-time favorite song but seeing that shit live and having them do it and go into it was one of the best things ever Just so good. yeah i remember you this was this was recently wasn't it yeah it was like uh september we I'm just saying, came we just came back from florida since this happened yeah yeah i remember you telling me this story earlier and i was like i was like yeah i'm like this we, i'm like this is real recent yeah because <laughs> we this was postponed because we bought the tickets in 2000 I want to say 19. No, I want to say tw 20. And then it got postponed, postponed because of COVID. And at one point we were like, should we even go? Because we planned our Florida trip and we were just coming back from Orlando. And then it was like that Sunday they were playing and Greg's like, do you, do you, do you think we should go? Like it's before a school night. And I'm like, yeah, we might as well go. If I did not go, I think I would have it would have been bad. It would have been tragic, but like. You would have peed your pants even more. <laughs> I, but I in a know, bad way. <laughs> yes. I don't know what it is about me peeing my pants when I'm excited and scared, but I literally, just to experience those three things, those three songs in one was life-changing. Worth, worth the ticket, the price of admission. Yes. So that that's, sounds like it. Yes. That's my tangent of Mr. Brightside, so. Uh, it's a fucking phenomenal song and a uh, phenomenal band in general. Um, and, I love them. Yeah. And I, I, I very much enjoy them. Um, I don't, to me, I don't know why, but like I put them in the similar boat. Nah, never mind. Killers are better. Never mind. I don't want to say what I'm saying. Ooh. Killers are great. I was going to, cause I like them a lot, but I don't know. I was going to say kind of, they were, I feel like on the pop punk side. Yeah like panic at the disco is sort of like their version of the killers. Like they went like the same route, but like the pop punky route. Yeah. And then got to like, because they're both at the stage now where, well, granted panic at the disco is on their farewell tour. My yeah. ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My we'll be back. ass. Yeah. Get we'll be two, back. two years. You'll be back. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, I feel like they both kind of started with like this, particular style and then they're out they, they got to a point where they're like if i want to fucking go out there and play a fucking 
harmonica, I can do that. Like, yeah. and, I mean, and my fans will love it. You know, like, it's like, I feel like there's like, they, they, they both just, they, they crushed a particular sound, style of sound in their respective genres and then got to a point where they're just like, now we can do whatever the fuck we want and no one's going to ever bitch again. It's, it's true. And they both came out with eyeliner, which I loved about both of them. And I, I that's a small, like little piece, but I remember oh, guyliner. they both had the, the guy liner and I was like, that's bold. And they're both like awesome singers, great entertainers. And I can see the comparison totally. But I, it's it's tough though because I love Panic. They're so good. I do as well. I I personally I think uh, for overall vocals, I think Brendan Urie is I think the most talented singer alive right now. Just because yeah. I've seen him do shit like live, where I'm like, oh, you don't, okay. you're not one of these like singers who not saying like, and a lot of them do, but there's a lot of times where I hear singers where I'm like. I don't know if you're going to sound like that live. And then I was like, Oh shit. Like he really can do this. Like, yeah. Like, like with no microphone or anything, just be like, okay, I'm going to blow your fucking balls off. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I got to see Brandon Yuri live with Weezer and uh, they did Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that would be so fucking cool. And coming from the music snobs that I was with and his friend, uh, they were like, Holy shit. Like that was, he, he did a backflip off the piano. Really? Yeah, it was, it was that we showed up late. So we got to see nine in the afternoon. Um, I write sins, not tragedies. So we got to see like the end part, which was awesome. Cause those are the songs that like all the hits. Yeah. I really wanted to see, like there was other ones I wanted to see, but when they did that, I was like, holy shit for you to pull off a queen song and, and do it justice. Like, okay. Not many people can. No. So. All right, well, moving from, I would say, two of the better singers in uh, existence now to not yeah. that, uh, <laughs> my number one was not even a question. When you're like, what, you know, oh, this is party songs. What do you like to listen to when you party? I'm not going to tell you what song it is. I just will. I'm going to play it, but I'm going to yes. tell you who it is. I'm going to tell you the artist and I'm going to tell you everything else. Let me take you on a journey. <laughs> please <laughs> sam little sam in middle school he was his his favorite bands were mudvane slipknot and a little band that could limp biscuit fuck yes <laughs> and i loved them so much and then after a certain point you know it became not cool to listen to limp biscuit and like i was like oh okay i guess limp biscuit's not cool anymore and then something happened maybe when we were like in like our early to mid twenties where our, we, we as a group of friends would like go to a bar and, you know, they have like the bar machines where you can put all the money in yeah. and kind of like I made the joke earlier, we just would start going like, Hey, go put on like Limp Bizkit and we would put it on and then we put another one on and put it on and it just became like a tradition. And the thing that we would notice is, is as much shit as people like to give Limp Bizkit, Go to a band, go to a bar, mm -hmm. put on one of their songs, and watch at least half the fucking people in the in in the bar start to get into it. Oh fuck yeah! I and then, and then I just like started listening to them again. I even listened to their newer stuff, and I was like, I think Limp Biscuit might be one of my favorite bands, and that's weird to say, but like, I don't know. They're not pretending to be more than they are. I fucking love them. They're just fun and and and, and aggressive and 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 dumb, and it's just so 
stupid, but yeah. it's so much fun. It's undeniable. I saw them live once, once, only once. Damn. But they were fucking great. Uh, yeah. It was unbelievable. I love them. I love. I could. I could have picked a myriad of songs. Cause even, okay, I had to do this. I was like, I have to know if the person that I, you know, I've chosen to spend my life with, knows me or not. And I was like, <laughs> and that's <laughs> probably give it away because she doesn't know the names of these. But she's like, I'm like, hey, you know, this is the premise we're doing tonight. You know, like our our favorite songs to like party to or like when we drink. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, hey, what what uh what song do you uh, think I'm gonna pick as my number one? And she goes. Uh, uh, break your face, and I was like, not the right name, but that's the right one. Stuff, yes. That that will be. I just got to play a little clip here. Bang. I got your fucking face. Yes. <laughs> a motherfucking chainsaw. Look at what. Motherfucking chainsaw. What? <laughs> yes. uh, I love, love Limp Biscuit. I'm so happy to hear that because I was like, ah man, I'm like, I gotta be true to myself, but like if she, what what if she's like, oh man, I'm I, I I've chosen to go into a podcast business with uh, an idiot. <laughs> uh, I will show you proof. They're on here. I have a whole bunch of Limp Biscuit on my playlist. Nookie and Together Now. Uh, what's that one song? It's my way, my way, my way, or the highway. highway. <laughs> like there, I loved them. Orgy, corn. Um, I mean, corn too. Like they're they got some decent ones, but Limp Bizkit is my guilty. Love them, not even being guilty. They used to be my guilty. I felt like there was like a. I think from about like I don't know, probably like sixteen to like. 24 i felt guilty for liking them and was like oh i can't and then something happened around 25 where me i think maybe that's the time where you're just like i don't care anymore like yeah we like it who cares and it's fun and we like to you know we're 25 and we're dumb and we're drunk at the bar and and if you play it it's funny because you could see other people get into it and then you could also visibly see some people be like this sucks and it's like <laughs> ha, 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 fuck you motherfucker you got five more songs coming <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and remember they came out with the cover. They did Faith. Faith, yes, Faith. Well, they did a couple. I actually don't even hate their cover. I know it's no. blasphemy for Who fans. I don't even hate their cover of Behind Blue Eyes. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that. I I actually don't mind that one either because that was like in the time of the two thousand horror movies, and wasn't that in one of them? I think it or was in it? the one with Jennifer Lopez. The the cell i think it was yes. In that one I yes it was one of, it's a weird one that you wouldn't pair but i i love limp biscuit so that's a excellent choice i think our number ones are pretty fucking killer killer drastically different but <laughs> <laughs> but i i get it uh i had a lot of fun with that that was uh it was fun to see uh what where we both come from because uh, we kind of know where we come from on movies but that was a a fun insight to get to learn uh, a little bit more about uh my podcast partner here yes I, I i wanted to to do music i felt like we talked about doing movie soundtracks which i still want to do because i think there's a lot of movie soundtracks that are and like scores that are epic and timeless but I just, you know, I think that when you're kicking back and having some drinks, what's, what are you playing? You get to know someone better when you do that. Absolutely. I mean, I, and I would love to see too, after people listen to this, 
in the comment section, like what is your go-to if you're, you know, playing songs on touch tunes or your playlist, like what do you got on there? And then um, I would like to just uh, for you uh, Twitter fans and Instagram fans, if you're a, uh, if you're a Olymp Biscuit fan, say uh, hashtag, I like biscuits. <laughs> and if you're a Olymp Biscuit hater, say hashtag, Dis the biscuit. <laughs> oh my god, that we need to make that a, a, a certifiable hashtag. <laughs> I love biscuits. <laughs> All of a sudden, Limp Biscuits got like a. Uh, they I mean, what they have like a hundred, but <laughs> I feel like I'm being judged right now because I was like, "Yeah, Limp Biscuit," and I feel someone staring at me, and the dogs on the top of the stairs like. And maybe he thinks he's getting a biscuit. I think because I said biscuit. Ready? Oh wait. Oh, I can't turn it. Damn it. Because I think I, I think because I said biscuit so many times. He's like, where the fuck is my, my drink? Yeah, where's my biscuit? <laughs> it makes me think of that. Do you, do you remember that scene from Road Trip where the guy gets, the old man gets high and he thinks his dog is talking to him? Oh, my God. Yes. What does he say to him? He some... says, hey, tell that, tell tell that, that bitch. bitch in there to get me some pancakes. <laughs> the guy's okay. like, oh. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I fucking love, I love Road Trip. And after you and I talked about that, I was like, I have to find that. I can't find it. Yeah, I I don't even know if I own that one. I should. That's a great movie. Fucking Tom Green. <laughs> oh, Tom Green's great. Yes. Well, uh, we are Future Creatures DTF. Uh, like, rate, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, on uh, TikTok, on YouTube. And uh, we will... We will see you next week with a very special episode, a very a first for us. Uh, so we'll we'll see you then. And yes. thank you. Yes. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.